0: All right, guys, we're back with another episode of the, the V Fam Sessions. Um episode number two, and I'm here. Um, so grateful to be here with the first V Friends Millionaire Orlando Ricky, Ricky Debler. Ricky, thanks so much for hopping on. How are you?
1: Doing very well. It's my pleasure. Greetings from Sunny Orlando, Florida. It is seven thirty-four this evening, and VCon is just around the corner, so very excited.
0: VCon is just around the corner, and the excitement, uh, you could feel it through through the wavelengths here um, in any platform that you use. Um, so, Ricky, without, I'm gonna give you a hard stop at May 2021, but before that, could you just give us a little context on a little bit about you, you know, what, what you what you do, you know, what you were like growing up, uh, just the, the cliff notes. Yeah, um,
1: certainly. Definitely so, stop at May
0: 2021, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want me to stop at May 21 or start from May 21?
0: stop at May
1: 21 Uh, certainly so my early story comes from a sense of family and tradition which stems from Mexico Uh, Mexico is where both my mom and mother are from and that in itself is really what catapulted not only uh, the sense of where we came from but as well our I guess family business uh, how all of that came from that came from our family restaurant in Mexico City so that restaurant in Mexico City is still here to this day and Disney approached us to bring our family restaurant into World Showcase, which is located in Walt Disney World. So as a third party like ourselves, we're able to celebrate our cuisine, our tradition, and also our story. So our story uh, comes from uh, multiple generations. I'm a Ricky, my father's a Ricky, and my grandfather's also a Ricky. So it's a Ricky and Ricky and Ricky world for us. And with Gary Vennerchuk and his dynamic of family business, I always felt a sense of synergy, alignment, understanding. And with his world with wine, my world was heavily governed with tequila. Uh, Tequila is an integral part in the food and beverage business, especially with Mexican cuisine, and it's something that I was able to gravitate, learn, and educate in the same way Gary has done. Uh, With that being said, uh, over the years, I've also enjoyed all forms of social media content. I've always been a practitioner of creating, always documenting, and Gary really celebrated a lot of those things that I felt strongly about. Uh, With that being said, during the pandemic, we all found, I guess, unique optimism and ways to change our ways and lifestyles. And one thing I was able to have a lucky experience was winning in Snapchat Spotlight. So Spotlight was a feature on Snapchat. And at the time, my girlfriend and I uh, were able to actually win, and not just once, but a few times. So her and I were actually able to get paid out in six figures each. And that in itself was what allowed me to enter into the new NFT space with Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, V Friends collection. If it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have been so what I would say invested. I would have been, but not to that degree. Uh, but because of the the Snapchat liquidity that I was able to receive from that contest, uh, I was able to say, you know what? I do believe in Gary Vaynerchuk. I do believe and what he's capable of and also bear in mind all of that was on a condition of not knowing any of what will come next in the same sense mm-hmm. of board ape yacht club in the same sense of many others no one knew that it was going to get to two hundred thousand plus, and so on uh so it was a very fun uh, evolution in chapter uh and that's what led me to get to that point in may in 2021.
0: i love it Thank- that's an amazing story um What going back a little bit, and you you already mentioned Gary, when was the first time you remember hearing the the name Gary V?
1: So, the first time ever, it it wasn't in a social medium of any kind, it was actually at a restaurant uh conference and it was called MUFSO the multi unit food service operator conference. And I believe it was in Denver at the time, maybe mid uh, 2015, 2016, somewhere around that era. And he was the, the one of the keynote speakers for this conference, and here he was. Uh, explaining to the crowd and highlighting to the crowd about everything that needs to be known about social media. Also breaking down a lot of the preconceived, uh, what I would say, hesitations and lack of adoption and how all of this is going to change and radically evolve the worlds that we live in. So he really took my attention. Also, his style, as we all know, uh, is very authentic. And so I, after, the, after the, his speech, I waited for the meet and greet, uh, got to him and And the only thing I asked him at that time was, what's the one biohack that allows you to live the life you live today? He looked around. He thought about it for a second. He's a very quick thinker, but he's also thoughtful. And he told me, babysitter, get a babysitter. So a busy guy like him, you know, when it comes to raising a child, I'm sure that must be very busy. But that was the first I ever met him. And then that moment moving forward, uh, I got in in some ways uh, exposed to his podcast, exposed to his YouTube channel. And his message resonated with me in a lot of ways.
0: Uh, I love that. So um, so being a follower of his content, you it probably bef- before May 2021, but you hear about this thing called BeFriends. Um, do you have, talk to me about your understanding of NFTs and, and blockchain technology at that time.
1: Yeah, so all of it was very, Many. yeah, very indicative to my podcast consumption. Uh, within that world of podcast consumption, Kevin Rose was one of those that really kind of helped shape my understanding of that world. I also had very close friends that were early adopters who have done exceptionally well in crypto. Uh, but with regards to the onboarding, you know, it was only Gary which kind of allowed me to learn and have the data onboarding to learn the process, uh, to develop my MetaMask, and to do it safely. Uh, but before that, you know, I kind of had a general sense of where all of this was going. Also, I felt like this was the greatest way of getting to what I would say anyone that you aspire to learn from uh, by owning these NFTs will allow you to have closer access to these individuals. So, you know, in some aspect during that period of time, you know, you could have looked at opportunities to go back to do your studies, graduate studies, master's and things of that nature. But once I saw what this was becoming, I said to myself, well, this is as close to a graduate study experience you can create. You have the discord, uh, you have close access. Uh, and you're actually able to develop a whole new world where from a, from getting a hangout hawk with having FaceTimes uh, to getting physical gifts with the gift goats uh, and then just seeing how these communities emerge. And, the, and when it comes down to participation and, and involvement, it's not a matter of just joining today. It's also in some ways uh, growing with the community. So what better way to grow with a brand new community and watching it literally be born in the universe that we see it being created today?
0: Yeah, so fascinating. So you you obviously had a lot of foresight about where the whole thing was going early on. Did you in you know there was a, originally a five five launch May fifth to twenty twenty one. Did you go into this thinking like I'm gonna I'm gonna put my whole I don't know if it's the whole bag I'm gonna make a huge investment in this thing. And yeah. in. like what were your initial goals thoughts about it heading into the, that mint.
1: So I guess a lot of us, whenever you have a bite of, let's say, a piece of cake or ice cream, for that matter, you always go back for more. So once you get a taste of it, you, know, you want to get more of it. Uh, but a lot of it sure. was, was a lot of it was kind of what I would say, you know, I was in a, in a strong observation uh, position you know, with regards to how the website, the launch, the technical issues, you know, there was a lot of unknowns. I wasn't so familiar with regards to the gas fees. I wasn't so familiar with how a lot of this buy and sell dynamics will be moving. I wasn't aware of OpenSea. I wasn't aware of any of that. So in that moment, I had a particular amount of crypto that I purchased with ETH, and I was strictly observing. Now, as things were moving along very fast, you know, with a Dutch auction, you always kind of find the best value within the time dimension of of the auction. And as things got down to 0.5, there was one character that really, you know, took my attention. And in some sense, it's my own personal style. It's my personal ownership. But I was somewhat discouraged to choose characters that people were celebrating. I was very discouraged to choose the very, 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 very lucky black cat or the adventurous astronaut. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it wasn't mine. It was every sense Gary. It was very sense the community. It was IP that I didn't feel a very strong connection with. I've always wanted to be the underdog in any kind of scenario. Uh, I've always wanted to kind of, Develop this opportunity to grow into whatever I'm working towards. So, out of all the characters, Ernest Ermine was getting no love. He was at the floor; <laughs> nobody was buying him. And in that sense, um, you know, I that was my first purchase. It was an Ernest Ermine core, and it was the most simplistic of all the drawings. It wasn't whimsical. I mean, and Ermine an is a stout; it's a weasel. People misconstrued it as a cat, and I went for it. And in that moment you know, bear in mind in my personal life, I was getting out of a long-term relationship. Um, So here, here I am as, you know, you know, recently single, my risk tolerance now is much higher because you're no longer in a a stable relationship. And that little guy, that little ermine was there for me. And I just looked at that guy with such, you know, smiling eyes. And I said, you're, you're, you're my buddy. And in that second, I posted on Twitter, Gary Vaynerchuk followed me back and in uh, that moment, it clicked. And I said, you know what, Ermine is mine. I want no one to have them but me. I will collect all 40 of the Ermines. So I- I saw you said that. So, so I began- <laughs> Is that the goal? That was the goal. So it began my journey to start collecting the highest rarities of them and then working my way from the top down. So I started collecting all of the spectaculars and each of the spectaculars had different schedules. So not all of them were available at the same moment. So I, I first acquired two and then three And then the other ones I have to wait. And as each of those become available, I had to wait for the price to drop. Now, anybody could have bought it at any given moment. So I was holding my breath with each minute that went by when it was available. Um, And then when I was finally able to complete my five spectaculars, I literally felt like Thanos completing his Infinity Gauntlet. I felt like I just had all this power. (laughs) And then I also completed the, uh, the epics as well. So I had all the epics, all the spectaculars. And then I wanted to move forward and start collecting all of the very rares as well. So I was able to get two. And I wanted to get three more. And as each of these purchases went by, in my mind, I was like, I only had a 20 ETH cap. I was like, you know what? I'm only going to spend 20 ETH. That's as far as it's going to go. No, I went beyond that. You know, Before you know it, a gift goat is in my wallet. Hangout hawk is in my wallet. To the moon, a meerkat uh, in my wallet. Stun sun. Uh, so all of a sudden, all these things started just kind of just happening. And then before you know it, you know, you look back and you look in your wallet and you're like, wow, I have 20 V friends now. And that kind of accelerated pretty fast. Uh, but that that Ermine dynamic in my mind, I, 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 that was my like my, my I guess my vision is I want to make the ermine owners proud by being a direct uh, representation of it as a as a person, as a human being, as a V friends community member. And I felt a very strong responsibility with that.
0: Uh, wow, that, that's amazing! And while you're talking, I just want to let anyone listening know. And it's amazing that you you listen to Gary um, in a lot of senses, but in this one, this this document don't create any everything. Pretty much everything that Ricky just said um, is in his Instagram stories, like videos of him minting the Ermine. Right? Yes, I know that's I know the Ermine the there, like v- little videos and snapshots of of this in the story. So I, I love that. Um, especially since you know it's it's the first day, it's V1. Um, a, a lot of people have done it since then, but just historically, like it just it makes me so happy. Um, especially to hear you narrating it, and I'm, I'm visualizing me going through your stories in it, so that's amazing. And then just how you connected to that Ermine is is so amazing. And, and people, Gary, kind of alludes to this a lot too when he's people are asking for on this character and this character. And we just like, don't know, like, you don't know what's going to hit one person, um, how a character is going to hit one person. And then who knows, maybe IP develops from that or they just things kind of take on the life of their own. So, um, I, I, just love, I love that underdog. I have a lot of underdog uh, DNA in me. Um, you know, I, I stand at, at five, four, you know, when I'm standing up straight. So, um, that's definitely in me. So, um, Amazing, amazing story. So I was going to ask you, did you have a budget and exceed that? So yes. I got my answer. There. Yeah, I
1: definitely exceeded it. So in, in my mind, you know, I was looking at what I had and that liquidity of, of, of income that I had, and you know, from to be a very honest person, how much I had, you know, it was a great amount. You know, I was looking at about one hundred and eighty thousand uh, dollars, and out of that one hundred eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, it went up to about two hundred and twenty thousand that I ended up spending. So you know, after that moment, I was not liquid. I didn't have much cash left in my account. Also, there was taxes Mm -hmm. I had to pay for my winnings from the year that I incurred the winnings from Snapchat. So I was over leveraged. So not only here I am taking this risk and gamble, but in every sense of it, what I did was extremely uh, what I would say reckless in the sense of not uh, assimilating the appropriate uh, means to accommodate those uh, tax uh, profits that, 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 that I incurred. So that was an interesting moment. Uh, But everything for me just became a, a method of storytelling. It came from a method of intention. And a lot of it just made sense of finding a story and believing in it. So not only is it me gravitating towards the character Irma, it was gravitating towards a purpose. So in some ways, I could have just swept the floor. I could have just bought random characters. But then if people ask me why, the why and not being able to answer it perplexes me. So not being able to have a story, like in the same sense in the world that I work in with Disney... Uh, as a third party contractor in our locations, you know, you kind of have to understand that everything is enveloped with a story and you have to celebrate it. So that story also continued with one character. I bought a, a spectacular uh, gold sympathetic squid. And at the time that was the only cephalopod uh, octo related creature that was available. My friend uh, Warren, he he runs the largest octo nation, uh, octopus fan club in the world. So in, in that moment I, I called them up and I said, hey friend, I have a gift for you and this is for you. And I was like my gift to him and bringing him into the world. Now, fast forward, it got to to the point where we'll get to that story later on. But for me, it was all about coming together, developing story, bringing people on board. And then during all of this, Jeremy, uh, as everybody knows, wanna be a V friend and and our heart trooper and our community leader, he uh, was part of the journey with me along the way. And him and I were sharing our thoughts Sharing our concerns, sharing our worries and also our excitement. so him and I were just kind of growing into this story and, and also with others, and that was when the discord was very small. you know that was when you know the discord wasn't to the same scale and size as it was. and, and that story became very true to me, but in that, in that sense in every in every aspect of it, my mind was fixated. How do I get the 40 minds? You know, how do I get enough ETH to, to get to that goal? And that became my obsession, my buying the Jets moment, I guess you can say. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. So that, that was a real goal. That wasn't just a, I know I know you wrote it in a tweet, but that that was- Oh, yeah. That I, was I, I
1: had two goals. You know, one goal I set up around that period of time, which was to reach a million dollars in sales from social media. And then I kind of included NFT into that that goal. So I kind of had some momentum already from Snapchat- I was getting some traction on TikTok, um, so with all this monetization opportunities, in my mind, I, you know, with the goal in, in being set, it was, can I make a million in a year? And I said, you know what, I can, and this this is this is something I'm going to move towards. So you look at other collections, you look at other opportunities, and Super Yeti was the next collection that caught my interest. So I aped in. I bought 149 Yetis, and a lot of aspects of that was also into a learning curve, was to learn how a, a community can grow organically, you know, not from a bigger audience like Gary Vaynerchuk's world, but from a different audience from a different world, and also to be very involved with it. And also, in my back of my mind, it was also a vehicle for potentially using the success of this particular collection into achieving my Ermine goal. Um, but then again, you learn with each of these releases, you learn how the market grows. And then you kind of move and you kind of pivot and you always have to adapt. And one of those adaptations was me buying a board ape pretty early on, and that was another fun, exciting moment of watching that grow and build. So, um, so in terms of my my growth, I got very lucky very early between uh, board ape and uh, V friends.
0: I don't I don't want to get off track, but are you one of those that bought a board ape in between? five, five. And
1: then when V friends actually launched. Yeah. So I actually, I bought it the, on the first week of June or so around the, around the first or second week of June. So I bought, it was the floor price of the apes were I think around two at the time, 1.8, 1. point, you know, 1.9. And there's this thing about going back to finding something that has a story and a connection. So the cheetah ape, I loved, I love that whole dynamic. It, it kind of resembles a lot of what I feel in terms of uh, lifestyle and fashion. And so I thought, you know what? This shit ape, I got to get it. It was, I think it was three ETH at the time or 3.5, which was much more elevated than the floor price. And I pulled the trigger and this is where it gets really crazy with the story. So when I, when I purchased it, I was able to get in contact with the owner and I asked him, you know, where are you from? He says, Mexico. And I said, well, my family's from Mexico. And he asked and I told him by any chance, have you been to this restaurant, uh, Helene? And he goes, actually, my parents are just eating there right now at this moment. So the moment I purchased, the moment I purchased the ape, his family was eating at my family restaurant. In that same moment, that's amazing. Uh, so it was a very surreal moment of who would have thought the timing of all of this, you know, in the world of of NFTs, in the world of 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 being anon and and the mystery of where all of us are coming from. It could have been anybody anywhere. You know, that was that was a pretty surreal moment.
0: That's a cool story. Wow. So so you you you're doing a great job of answering my questions. Um, prior to me asking them. So you had the Ermine goal plus that million dollars. Now, quick say you sound very savvy. Do you, did you do, I know you mentioned you had crypto before, but did you do investing before NFTs? Did you?
1: No, I mean, if anything, you know, I think there's, there's periods of adoption. I think a lot of us were in a period of adoption in the last years with regards to the movement you saw with a lot of Robinhood adopters. You know, there was that movement with regards to AMC. There was movement with Dogecoin. You know, there's all these opportunities and dynamics where I kind of explored, but never have done something to this level. So if anything, I was very novice in every sense of it. Uh, But the one thing that I'm not a novice in is conviction. So when it comes to my determinism, in the same sense, what Ermine is known for is being earnest, that is definitely a characteristic of who I am. So that in in itself uh, allowed me to move very quickly and intelligence and savviness and all of that just stems from being passionate. So that, that passion allowed me to, to go further and go deeper and consume and learn and observe. And it was just a really fun kind of what I would say moment. And then that time, I remember you were saying and, and following my stories, you saw the structure in my life. I had a schedule every day, I posted it mm-hmm. and I allowed people to follow my process. Uh, so it was really fun to kind of bring people into my world, show my process and also be very open, You know, with a lot of people in this space, especially Web3, they don't want to be they want to be anonymous. They want to be careful, and I feel like with the blockchain having a state of permanence, it's best to be forward. It's best to be public, and as long as you understand what it means to you, as long as it makes you happy, I say you know more is better. So I wanted people to learn, but also I was very hesitant. I was not someone that wanted to convince my friends to join. Uh, I wasn't someone that was dragging people along and saying you have to do this. No, I told everybody, hey, if you're interested you know, please, you know, contact me. But out of my whole circle of friends, not one person joined, not one. So I was the only one. I was the only one.
0: Interesting. And did your family, it sounds like, you know, you work and you're very close to your family. Did they know like you're over leveraging buying all these JPEGs? There is.
1: Yeah. So yeah, JPEGs, as we like to say, them, am right. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of concern. <laughs> there was a lot of concern. And in and, and a lot of ways, that's the first thing of any rule of thumb with any kind of investing is take your profits. And And things have grown and things have done somewhat well in, in the early days. And so the the biggest thing was like, well, why haven't you sold? Why haven't you taken a profit? What's going on? What's What's moving forward? And there was always a lot of back and forth. And there was anything, it was very cautious. It wasn't really an intention of, of, of dissuement, or there wasn't any ill intention, but of anything, it was a place of uh, love and concern. It wasn't until I sold my eight months later that all of a sudden they start taking real notice because all of a sudden U.S. dollars are now present, you know, and those U.S. dollars are real. And those in themselves are life-changing uh, economics. So when it comes to family and every sense of it, you know, uh, there were some aspects of of saying, you know, be careful, be careful. But there was still a lot of confusion, a lot of confusion from from a lot of people.
0: Did you have an initial, you know, you have this lofty, I want to make a million dollars, flipping this. Did you have an initial roadmap of an idea of a, a timeline or I know you have, it sounds like you have your principles, but did you have kind of like, I want to do this, make this by this day or to talk to me about yeah, that. So,
1: so May was, I would say February was the, the, the kind of like the reach of, of a goal. So it would be February of 2022 was my, my month in mind that I have set. Okay. And that was when I created the, uh, when I won the uh, income from, uh, from the winning from Snapchat. So in my mind, February was really the big, big moment. And that's what I was telling others. That's what I was telling my friends and family and say, Hey, February, I'm going to be making my pivot. But I learned something very valuable with Snapchat. And with Snapchat Spotlight, we were in a Discord, and this Discord was the largest Discord for other Snapchat Spotlight winners and users. And I kind of learned what happened within that community. And within that community, you know, a lot of us, you know, some of us are just average in the sense of we don't come from a pedigree of million subscribers and followers. We're just normal people who post normal content, and we got lucky. And some of us got luckier than others. Uh, But our identities got very ingrained with this newfound form of success. And I just observed as the market grows, bear in mind, when you're competing against not just a few uh, million, but millions of other users, it's tough to, what I would say, ensure future occurrences of success. So success in itself is not the hard part. It's how do you continue your form of success? And I I kind of observe in how I watch these users start developing what I would say uh, a reality that's setting in That how challenging it's becoming and the more your identity gets consumed in that the more opportunities you lose looking elsewhere um so i learned very quickly that when it comes to success it's not associating it as i am successful it's more in the sense of association that i was successful and ensuring that you're looking ahead and where that next moment of opportunity success could be uh so in that kind of context i noticed after about seven months things fizzled out and the same momentous adoption of spotlight and the same user identities fizz, fizzled out. So I was thinking in my mind, well, I think in a lot of sense trends function in the same way, crypto functions in a much quicker vacuum, but most things function in these cycles. So, you know, when it comes to uh, hype, user adoption and then when it comes to a more of a, a wider adoption, then there comes down to this this phasing out. So in my mind, once I realized that, I'm like, wait a second, you can't get your identity lost in all of this. And the most important NFT you own is your name. So Ricky Doubler, in my forefront of thinking, that is always what's more important. And in some sense, as I got later into the ownership of all of this, I started realizing, you know what, I cannot become Ermine. As much as I love him, I cannot be him. I have to retain my identity of being Ricky Doubler, the person who I am, the, the person my family raised. And the person who has his dreams and ambitions the human that represents me and for some people that identity is life saving and life changing and it gives them the strength. but for me I, I personally think you know in my own sense of branding my own sense of identity i can never get I, ne- I can never lose it i always need to keep that sense of identity strong
0: i i love i love that um and i think that's so important um in this space because people are losing sight, you know, you kind of see snippets of it now. Gary always warns people, you know, don't over leverage yourself, but people, when, when things are going great, you know, everything's great. But when things are going down, people kind of lose their way a little bit. And, um, you know, keeping, you know, your self docs and, you know, keeping the humanity that the personalization of it, I think helps that, um, keeps people kind of focused on what's, what's important. Um, so I'm so happy to hear you yeah. say that. Whether you're playing at high stakes with tens of thousands of dollars, like you, or you know you're dealing with a couple thousand or even five hundred dollars that maybe you shouldn't have been playing. And and, and I only um, learned that so- I only
1: learned that in one moment. And that moment came to listing my ape. The moment I listed my ape, that was the moment. And when it actually sold, that was the moment where I learned that valuable lesson. And that valuable lesson is detachment. And in that moment, you know you're overjoyed. I was crying. You know, here I am as a 32 year old man crying, you know, over a cell of a JPEG, as we jokingly like to say. But that JPEG became all of my identity in many ways. That, that ape was my identity in, in every sense of it. It was the badge of I made it. It was the badge that, look at me, I'm one of those that were part of this collection that has been world renowned in its pedigree. Uh, and then when I sold it, you know, you're, you're kind of out. You know, you're no longer in the Discord, you're no longer chatting with your friends. You're no longer in the yacht party. You're no longer in the swamp. Yeah. And in that moment, that detachment allowed me to develop the strength to move forward. And that was the hardest thing because after detaching from your ape, because you developed such a, a close connection with, and that's when I realized how powerful NFTs were, is that when it comes to any stock I've ever purchased or any other as- acquisition, I've never felt that emotional connection. I never cried when I sold stock, never have. Um, but when I saw yeah. the NFT and I was just moved emotionally, I realized how powerful this truly is when it comes to how it represents you. So now the next hard emotional hurdle was, you know, removing my attachment to, to, to ermine. And it kind of started by selling other um, V friends, And that in itself was one of those things where I never wanted to sell my ermines. It never was my intention. Uh, but as we got closer and closer, a lot of things started coming together. And i started developing what i would say opportunities for others to take advantage from my success so because of my success i saw you know what why can't others get some of these v friends that i purchased at a lower price why can not i discount this further so so someone was to purchase this they have upside um i was criticized by 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 a few you know i was criticized by many and, and there was a few that were questioning my intention but in a lot of ways it just felt right it felt right for me to give others a chance and if things move in any way I, I felt there was an upside for them to make a profit
0: so just for just for some context and i, I think i um, i know but you were listing below you were listing specs below the
1: substantially floor. way below the floor you know so i mean
0: can you give us an example yes can you give us an example yeah so so
1: the, i was I, I, yeah low, so when I it comes start? to the general floor price for let's say a holographic spectacular they were going about 35 40 43 you know, I was listing it all the way down to 25. So when it comes down to it, you know, even as well, were, I was selling an Epic, an Epic for 15, you know, when, in that time cores were going for 16, you know, so I think around that, that range, that range. So, you know, I was giving an amazing amount of deals and also I wanted others to, to, to join in on the fun. You know, I sold my gift code at the time, I think 40, uh, while it was being, most of them were being listed at 50 plus, or maybe I sold it a third. I don't remember. It's been, it's been a while, but a lot of these I, I was listing for, for upside for the buyer.
0: And again, if, if you are, are listening and you want to check, Ricky has all of this literally in all the his stories and it's, 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 it's a timeline. Everything that we're talking about is there. Um, so please, please check it out. Um, but without, you know, without context, you know, you see all of these, great flips and people, you know, people might look at it as like, oh, you know, I, I want to be, I wish I was a real, Friends millionaire. I wish I, I had that bag. But if you pull, look under the hood, as Gary says, like you're really helping people out, um, you know, you're giving them a chance. You're sharing the love, which is kind of, you know, brings back to this whole reason I'm doing this, you know, what people are doing in this community to make this, uh, more of a, a family than a community. Um. So, so that's that's amazing. I'm sure people are very appreciative. Did people work? Did people know it was you on some of these transactions? And yeah.
1: So, so, so a, a yeah. In some sense, you know, you have to advertise in the space that we're in. NFTs aren't very liquid. Uh, the discovery of the NFT that you're selling could be very difficult to find, and if you're not searching for it, uh, you may not be able to uh, have a transaction. There, bear in mind, there are bots that scan the world, and that was my biggest fear that any listing that I was to make. A bot would buy it, Uh, but in the general chat and in the V friends discord is where I would in some ways make the announcement. And a lot of the announcements were with a sense of urgency, with a sense of intention. And it was in the sense of even with a Dutch style approach of saying within the next hour or so, this will be at this price and it will be lowering, you know, subsequently. And I know there's people that were rushing to get ETH because that's the biggest issue for many was being able to uh, adequately uh, bring enough ETH to the table. And there's a process to that that could be timing t- untimely for some. So there's a, a few others that were rushing to get ETH ready to make those purchases. Uh, but it all happened within about a week. So in the month of March, uh, it all happened within that, that, that period of time. And then, you know, there's a lot of giving back and there's a lot of movement towards that. And then also, there's also a lot of uncertainty in the world. And that uncertainty in every sense of us can move us in different ways. Uh, And I'm always very mindful of the Pareto principle of the 80-20 dynamic. So within that moment, I understood that in that form of function, I was functioning within that 20 for that 80 output. So a lot of the economics also made sense to me in that moment. Um, and then for those that were also good in very good positions, I also expressed to them my intentions. So I gave them a heads up. I said, by the way, within the next few days, I will be doing this. Um, just be mindful in how this may affect you in any way. Uh, I, I don't want it to negatively affect you, but just position accordingly, as I, as I told many. Because uh, I don't know how this could change and how that could shift. So I was very, what I would say, I wanted to be courteous to, to, to the community in many other ways as well.
0: It's a, it's a very nice etiquette.
1: Sure.
0: Um, so, th- this is in March. And then, did all of these sales put you over the hump? This is what this it, is. What it, did, so, right?
1: I, yeah, everything okay. came up to that. So, in the terms of sales, I was able to get it. But then in Crypto Slam, they had a metric. If you go to VFriends on Crypto Slam and you hit all time, you'll see a leaderboard for all time sales. And it had a, a metric, which was profit. So, I was so in, it focused on sales. But I I wanted to put it into a million-dollar profit. So in that moment, it was like, you know what? I need to get to a million-dollar profit. I got the million-dollar sales. I want to get to the million-dollar profit. Um, And it's there forever. So when it comes down to the leaderboard and the scoreboard, that's there. And so at that point, that was the hardest decision for me to sell the last of my Ermine's, which were the Spectaculars. And I really wanted to keep them all to myself. I wanted to see what will happen with these friends too. I wanted to see the world in which Ermine was going to grow up into. Um, and then each one was sold. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to sell the last one, which is the holographic. But it got to that point where that profit and where I needed to go, I need that last like $50,000 profit. I'm like, you know what? It's meant to be. It's meant to be. And I told all the new buyers, make me proud. This this, this particular NFT means a lot to me. And when I hit that goal, it was real. You know, there was a whole new wave of emotions. There was a sense of accomplishment. And it happens to, in such a way where it doesn't hit you all at once. Uh, also, there's a sense of mm. economics. Your, your world changes. You have a lot more liquidity. Also, you start thinking about things differently. The way you look at the world changes. Um, your world opens up in many different ways. But when it comes to who you are as a person, it doesn't change. You know, When you assimilate wealth, it doesn't change much. Um, you know, A lot of the core principles of who you are stay the same. Um, and then moving forward, you know, you start moving into V Friends 2 book games, and I went very aggressive into that. Uh, I, I went into that with probably about half a million or so. I put into that about $400,000 in total plus between book games and, and V Friends 2. And that's where, yeah. Can we? I
0: just want to pause there for one, one sec, pardon me. But when you first, that day in August, when, you, when Gary was talking about that, I just want your perspective. What are your What are your initial thoughts? Well, right because
1: away? it was US, it, because you, it was USD at the time. You know, I didn't have the Ethereum in that moment. All my Ethereum was locked away in my NFTs. Mm-hmm. So not having us, not having the USD available, because I mentioned my liquidity was almost non-existent. I couldn't purchase many books at that time. So in that moment, I actually considered very, very intensely of maybe selling my ape at the time and converting all of that ETH into US dollars and purchasing as many books as I can. So i thought about it, you know, like, you know, I'm going to sell my ape and I'm going to buy all these book games. You know, I'm going to buy all these books. That was the thought. Well, I wasn't able to do it in time. So I I was only able to purchase uh, about enough books to get about 15, 20, 25 tokens, somewhere in that range. Um, So then it wasn't until uh, after things were released and book games were available and Token Trove was live I started collecting and, and aggregating more and more and more tokens to a point where I had about 290 for the whitelist friends list, and then now uh, I got to the maximum of about 360 tokens, uh, which I've been burning with the luck of the raffle. Hopefully, I get more luck. So I just actually I was just I was just checking the latest raffle, and I was able to get four uh, successful raffle winners uh, entries for the Smooth Spider, um, but that was out of that was out of. Thank you. That was out of twenty entries though. Out of twenty entries. Uh, so as of right now, uh four, five, eight, two, 12. So as of right now, I have thirteen entry winnings from the raffle so far. Um, but it's been very challenging. It's been very challenging, been very competitive. And I know many of us are, are very upset when we saw that guy and his image appear with his little tie and boxers and coffee saying, Sorry you're not a winner. It is it is a very frustrating bit. so but I'm very I have a lot of gratitude that I've won. The the many that I have already,
0: and he, he's right, and he's trying. Oh, to get he to is. Oh, I he is. Someone, you saw the account, yeah,
1: yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, But but I never thought um, to answer your question further. I didn't think uh, book games and things of nature was going to get to this level. I never thought that uh, it would learn. It would lean into this massive uh, V Friends two uh, inception of creation.
0: Staying staying on the the topic of, of I think you got seventy one friends spots? Yes, is that correct? I, I thought I read that, yeah. So with that, can you just take me to the moment really quick when you first saw the,
1: the glitch? Was the oh, yeah, squid, good. So when the glitch came in... Talk to me about, talk to me about what yeah. your first thoughts when you... When you so there that. was a lot of, what I would say, buffering, and there was a lot of the metadata and a lot of population of the images. And you're scrolling through, and the, the thing that we're all thinking is very lucky cat. You know, we're all looking for that black cat. And then I see you know, all of a sudden things are still populating. And then all of a sudden when I saw that it was what, what the hell is that? First off, you know, it's just so weird, so different. And, you know, I wasn't so native with the open scene in this particular collection to kind of see where these attributes lay out, but I was like, holy shit, you know, this is, this is big, this is big. So that was very exciting. But in that moment, you know, as, as cool as it was seeing that my mind was very focused on the revealing and seeing what opportunities could be there. Because i never been what you would say, a sniper in these collection reveals. I've never done that in the past. So I already had my list of my, what I would perceive to be the top characters based off Emerald Auction uh, pricing and where those Emerald Auction prices were going. So I was looking in particular for those characters. So even with all that being said, I was still very focused on seeing opportunities in that. And I was looking for certain characters.
0: Were you, at all, did backgrounds or poses play a role in that, or you were just? Yeah, character- so
1: I was mostly character driven. I, I wasn't so savvy with the okay. other metrics. In that, and that being said, you know, I didn't, I wasn't aware of these special green for green, upside down, you know, white background, you know, all these different mechanisms of of rarity that was kind of coming into the forefront. And even to that being said, I didn't realize I had a real robot. So like during all of this, I purchased a few, and I realized I already had like five. So so that was that was pretty that was pretty sure. funny. And same thing with Heartpick, you know, when I saw Harpic pricing becoming available, I started buying Heartpicks, even though I already had some. So another story that I'm kind of thinking about is, you know, why don't why don't you own every V Friends character possible? with well, the amount of volume of V Friend two characters, why don't pursue each one? You know, in any pose and whatever matters. So that's a story that I've been entertaining in my mind. And I always like to entertain ideas. Specific to my own story, so I don't I haven't really heard anybody build that that story of focus, and that's something that I would like to build towards. Um, so that could happen tomorrow, that can happen in a few months, but just to kind of give you the alpha of what I'm thinking next, that's probably something I'm leaning towards.
0: So, are you are you going as far to say like that's a goal, or just are we just thinking it, about it's it?
1: it's a thought? You know, so as of right now, there's there's still a okay. dollar cost average that goes into a lot of these decision making. Uh, elements. But ultimately, I think that would create a a very unique portfolio of potential and possibilities. And that in itself would be very exciting in the sense in which uh, how this represents in the bigger picture, uh, in the sense of how a lot of this would be built around in every sense of what each character can bring to the table, in the same sense what each ingredient can bring to a dish, and in the same sense how a musical instrument can bring towards an orchestra. So in, in, a lot, in a lot of ways, I like to, to build out that kind of what I would say ancestral Pokemon collecting cards DNA, which is to get every single card in the collection. So when you collected Pokemon cards, you traded to complete your collection. You played the game to collect all the Pokemon. So that in itself is still very integral in my DNA as a kid and into who I am as, as a person. And also before all of this, in, in, and as I, as I evolved into the space, I was in every sense a collector first. Now I'm an activist and, and, and act in, and in any sense a, a, uh, a practitioner of the space now. So before I was just collecting. Now I'm mm. very actively engaged in, in, in playing with the market and enjoying the market and seeing what opportunities might be there.
0: And that that's a great segue for what I was going to go to next. Um, I'm just going to read a tweet you, you wrote on, on May 3rd uh two thousand twenty two. You said I'm gonna going to be more vocal. The dynamics of V Friends uh two will be massive in twenty twenty three and beyond. At scale there's nothing close that resonates family than VF two. It's about sharing moments with your family and children. VFriends Friends is about growing together in life. And I read that and I was like, Wow, like you just articulated everything that I think everyone knows, but just and it, it is waiting for an anticipation. But what what where were you when you were were thinking that like what do you so i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna backtrack a little bit before i I get to that great um you know insight into that tweet but ultimately when it comes down to where i was and how i moved into the 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 selling of my nfts and developed the success that i did from a dollar cost dynamic uh, i started developing this new thought and identity which is called moving in silence so as i moved into that space of selling my nfts and in some sense you know, removing yourself in some aspect, like, you know, you're kind of ripping a part of your soul and you you know, that soul is now no longer there. There's a void in, in your life. Um, moving in silence allows me to stay true to my intention, not to be dissuaded to have laser focus and also to stay in a place of confidence. So what I've learned more and more is the more vocal someone is there tends to come from a place of insecurity. If you go into any kind of context of conversation and you're just telling everybody how good you are at a sport, Well, most times that person explaining themselves that highly isn't because in some sense you are what I would say, um, finding ways to navigate your shortcomings. So what I learned very quickly was move silently in the space. And the more I learned that, the more things became clear. And it's very easy to look around in in the room and say, look at me, I made a million dollars. But that in itself can become your Achilles heel. So as I was navigating this post million dollar sale profit. Era, you know, I started becoming. You know what? I need to get vocal again. I need to express my ideas again. And and in some sense, in that moment, it just felt right. And you know, in the sense of choosing the year 2023 is kind of arbitrary. You no know, one knows the timing of things. There's a lot of economics right now that we're experiencing that we're seeing now in, in a real way. Um, but when it comes to emotional utility, that's something I've always described. And people talk about utility. People talk about community. And I think people don't understand the true definition of both of those terms. And I think community in many ways has been changed to customer. And I think utility has been changed to a, a most of, of what I would say, a speculation. And now speculation and customers can create a lot of what I would say, buyers. Uh, but to create a sense of family, there's no speculation in what comes from that. When you marry somebody and you decide to have a child, that is a commitment. There is no speculation of what comes next. You know, you are gonna raise that child, you're gonna grow with that child and you're gonna form a family and there's no other option. And the same with what I see with this, I define that as emotional utility. There's no other option, but for all of us to grow with the IP in the sense that it moves our emotions. So in the world of hospitality, in the world that I'm in, you don't sell objectively in the, in the scale of black and white. You don't sell people on the facts you sell people on the emotions, you sell people on the dreams, you sell the condition of happiness. And it's not just really a sell. If anything, you're, you're participating in a way that you create a form of entertainment, uh, of excitement that they're able to share in a form of a memory. So the more I talk about V friends amongst myself and, and others, the more I realize that there's strong emotional utility tied into this And that's going to be, in every sense, integrated in a way where most of these collections haven't, in the sense in which one reason why I bought Super Yetis is that it was the most family-friendly NFT at the time. There were these cute, fuzzy NFT Yetis that looked like they can be friends with any kid on the planet. And, you know, I guess in some way now they became like a clown in a sense. You know, there's a meme culture behind it. And I still believe that Super Yetis will have their time, and especially with the sandbox coming soon. Uh, but that emotional utility is what I think in project will grow further and how these characters you bring into other people's lives and memes are every sense of how we share our ideas and not on the sense that they're funny is that there's emotional contexts that go into it. In the same way you share a meme to your friends, you're going to be sharing these V frame characters to describe a feeling emotion and idea. Uh, memes are very powerful vehicles, very powerful vehicles. And I think a lot of memes are aspiring within the collection in a positive way not in a negative connotation
0: absolutely and i you know i am experiencing that just now that i have a three-year-old son and you know he we were watching the rare robot video over and over on repeat and he's going around just saying the, yeah. one, the v friend you know the, the little sound clip and it's 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 real and i just I have all the feels for it and it just i just think about what that's going to do in, in all these households and the conversations that's going to start exactly you know just what you said exactly i'm not going to even try to restate it but oh man just the emotional attachment that it's going to bring for contextually to everyone's
1: situation now, well, and what i can't wait tomorrow. and i can't wait is once we develop tension with some of these what i would say fringe characters these characters that will be considered the villains and we all want a hero, and that always means that we need to have a villain. So the funny adaptation of all this positivity that we're talking about is also inviting the next, I guess, what I would say, wave of tension that allows the good to shine. Um, so as we like to say, suffocating hate, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for all of this hate that has emerged in whatever way that might be to allow all this positivity to shine. So that in itself is you, there's really going to be another turning moment in, in, the, in the world that we're in with difference.
0: I love. It. I feel that way about the Oak Monster. I, I'm calling it the, the Oak Monster was misunderstood yeah. the whole time. Um, by the way, you have an Oak. You're, you have a, a strategizing Oak Monster. I saw in like. Yeah. I forget the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. But the, the forest, um, which is just perfect. I love that one. Um, real quick, what does the word community so in mean? In some you?
1: ways, it has shifted over the years, uh, and in every sense of that, I think community is a what I would say a group of individuals that have the same vision. They follow the same what I would say potential in each and every one of them uh, in that community of growth and sharing that in ways that today we can and the, the forms of technology that we have to connect in ways we've never seen before. So communities can grow very organically. Um, there are also, there are some communities that are not organic and those you have to be very careful for them from the transactional dynamic of sense. But communities are essential and communities form in every different stage of our lives. The younger we are, the greater need we need to have a community. As you get older, your community becomes your family. And you become, what I would say, dedicated to forming and building on that. Um, But in some ways, in some form, we all need somewhere to belong. Uh, We find that in sports. We find that in religion. We find that in mentorship. We find that in love. Um, So I think in every sense of it, it, it's absolutely essential. You can't live without it.
0: But two quick character questions, and we're going to end with some rapid fire here. So if there was some kind of something happened to the blockchain and wallets, uh, and you could only have one of your B friends NFTs across V2, book games, VF1. It would, would it,
1: it, it would be would buying my v friends one core Ermine, the exact same one. Not another core. It will be exactly okay. the same one. I will have that framed. I will sleep with it at night. I'll say good morning, I'll tuck it in at night, you know, that thing, it, it's, I cannot describe my love for that for that guy. It, it, it's profound.
0: I love it. I, I figured you would go there, but I just didn't want to assume. Uh, which V Friends character do you feel like you need to spend the most time with? I
1: think in, in a lot of ways, it's to allow the characters to breathe. I think there's, we're suffocating a lot of these characters too early. We're putting a lot of, of too much attention. So if anything, I want to disconnect from all the characters. I want the characters to organically grow. Right. And that's in some ways why I was so what I was put off with all that early love for those big so-called characters in the VFriend one auction. So I, I think you need to allow things to breathe. Just like a relationship, it takes time to grow. Just like in careers, and your development, you need to be uh, somewhat progressive in your responsibility of action as you grow your career. So I think of any sense, my attention is to actually be de-disconnected and getting to know the people first and then allowing the characters to grow with time. That's fantastic,
0: I love that. All right, um, real quick, I call this micro macro spitfire. So you can get really detailed with your answer or just give a general macro answer, um, but really quick. All right, the first one, um, who, if you're just getting into V friends, who do you need to follow? On this so stage? what I would
1: say is don't be in tune with every message, with every tweet, with every comment. Uh, what you need to be in tune with is with yourself. So the first thing that I would encourage you to do is first improve whatever you can about your life first before you allow yourself to allow others to tell you what to do next. So you need to develop a sense of order and structure in your life because this community and the world that we're in There's a lot of influence. One tweet is what it takes to confirm your beliefs. It can confirm your sense of financial investment. So the first thing I would say is follow Gary Vaynerchuk, listen to his podcast, follow his YouTube channel, see him on TikTok, IG Reels, all forms of content, and utilize that as a way of first establishing yourself and identity first. Once you have that figured out and you know who you are and what you are, and you have a sense of balance in your life, whether that's your health, your love social career and your dream, then enter the space because the space can also distract you. It can give you the foolish ambition of saying everybody could win. It can give you that foolish ambition, just like the lottery, that you have a chance. Uh, And you do not want to be distracted by that because in that sense, you can get scammed. Uh, People can take advantage of you. So first, build your strength, build your armor, and then get get, get to it.
0: I love it. Nickelodeon or Uh, Comedy Central? Friends or The Office? Uh, Favorite Disney Park? Favorite Disney Disney Park Park
1: will always for me be Epcot.
0: Gratitude Gorilla or
1: Gratitude Gorilla?
0: Two hour dinner with 10 people with Gary or a 10 minute one on one? 10 minute
1: one on one with Gary. Uh, and it would be in a place that's completely silent, probably in a forest or the campfire, removed from all of his world. Uh, I want him and I to be completely disconnected in those 10 minutes and truly have a one-on-one.
0: I love it. And this, this is a bonus one that I'm coming up with on the spot. Give us a piece of Disney alpha that no So, you know, no I'm a third knows.
1: party, so I, I'm a contractor with Walt Disney World. So when it comes to that whole sense and, and the storytelling and context, of what comes from that. That's way out of my world. Uh, but what I could say is that I did preview the Gardens of the Galaxy attraction. It is an incredible ride. It is tremendous. Um, the, the, the the market is just going to go nuts when they go on it. Uh, and not only that, but with the new movie coming soon, uh, there's a lot to enjoy, especially at Epcot with the new uh, expansion and the new experiences being shared there.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so we're, we're in Charleston. Like I said, we have a three-year-old and he's getting to that place where he's, he's ready to go. And so we're uh, in the beginning stages of taking a trip to Orlando, but um, Ricky, like, I can't thank you enough for being on. You were, um, you know, the ultimate ambassador to this space. I'm so happy um, that I got to learn from this master class. but, um, you know, other people that come in and, you know, maybe from looking from afar, might say, Oh, V friends, millionaire. Like, look at all these flips. Like, you know, I can never do that or, but, um, you know, when we lift the hood up, you know, you are exactly, um, you know, why this community is the way it is, um, with, with all of the giving and the, the sharing of the love and monetary value and everything. Uh, so thank you. And, you know, I can't wait to, uh, to see you and your next goals and what you do in this space and and can't wait to, yeah, to, to meet. Very you. very soon. This is Thanks.
1: also very inflective for myself and also hearing your story and your passions and being part of your amazing story that you're creating for all of us too, in some way, in some form, memories are the only currency that matters in life and it's going to appreciate. And as these memories, we look back, whether it's five, 10, 15, 20, or as Gary says, 40 years, 45 years from now, I cannot wait to see our young faces and our ambition and uh, seeing that and sharing that with our families then.
0: gotcha and and just to take a page out of gary's book to, to close it on the record we have a, someone that's made a hundred or excuse me a million dollars flipping uh you know vf1s and i'm still on mission for my first and he's donating his time and sharing all, all that he knows with with me and with us so i can't thank you enough that just that's it eclipses the whole thing um Ricky, thanks so okay. much, and we'll talk soon